Hey folks, Dustin Zarni here, Democratic Elections Commissioner, Onondaga County. Welcome to Commissioner Nakar. Not Nakar. Um, uh, unfortunately, my car is in the shop, so this week's edition is being come to you from my lovely home studio. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, today is Tuesday. It is September 26th. It happens to be my birthday. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, welcome to uh, this week's Commissioner Carr, where we'll be talking about legislation and litigation. Uh, that was uh, uh, happened last week while I was away at the Pledge Conference in L.A. Um, and uh, I did a lot, you know, also I was last week, because I was away at the Pledge Conference in L.A., I didn't do as much uh, content. Uh, I did a, a reel almost every day or TikTok. I'm now on TikTok. Um, <laughs> sorry. I'm trying it out. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but I did a reel or TikTok every day to just kind of talk about what was going on at the pledge. And then I also did a, a, a couple of uh, reels this weekend about the manliest special election. So check all that out. I'm back on my regular content this week. Um, uh, starting with this commissioner in a car, although not in a car. Uh, and then on Thursday, I will get back to my Zoom with Zarni with the Gettys Town candidates and weekly wonk this weekend with OCL6. Um, I'm starting to run out of time for the general election, so I'm going to try to get everything done that I want to get done uh, before the uh, before the, the general election. So wish me luck. Uh, no more times off for me uh, <laughs> for, to be able to get every, everybody on that I want to get on, so you can make your choices uh, this November. Uh, that being said, um, uh, you know, there was, you know, and just a real touch on that manly special election. Check out my reel on that. Uh, I spent about four or five minutes talking about uh, why I felt that that was so impactful, why there was so much turnout, and what happened, uh, you know, and how our staff did, which I think our staff did great. Uh, it was a lot of turnout, maybe could have used an extra polling place, but also why it was put in September on a Saturday as opposed to the November election, which was the design and plan of the authors of the petition that, uh, uh, that tried to force this decision on the town. So, um, the, you know, check that out and cause I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it today, but what I will spend time on is, uh, the, uh, the, litigation and legislation that happened this last week that you may not have known about. Uh, because uh, late uh, or early next last week, while I was away, I did uh, do a, um, uh, a, uh, uh, a or I did uh, the Governor Hochul. Uh, she uh, signed several pieces of election administration uh, Bills, I'm pulling it up on my computer here, so sorry I'm not looking straight at the camera. Uh, she pulled up several uh, pieces of litigation, or legis I'm sorry, legislation that uh, um, that ha will have impact for this election this year and the elections next year. I'll go over a few of those real quick and then go in depth on a couple of others. Uh, first one was uh, a bill that... Uh, you know the envelopes that are um, that that are submitted on uh, for absentee ballots. There was uh, a many different objections on those for envelopes that were taped instead of sealed with your tongue or otherwise. 
um, and uh, inst and we allowed and some boards allowed the tape, some boards did not, and and so there was a bill put in that allowed tape on the envelopes as long as it uh, was tamper evident evident evidence free. So that is a small bill, but important. Uh, uh, there was a bill that amended the correction law that uh, uh, allowed for voter registration and required notice to persons uh, released from local jails. This is mainly on the uh, jails uh, to do this, but when they're released from local jails, it lets them know that, uh, that they can uh, get uh, their registration back uh, upon release and they can register to vote again. Uh, there was the presidential primary bill. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on this, uh, that bill, because there's a lot of things in that bill that isn't about the presidential primary that's going to affect this year. But mostly, that bill uh, stated the date, uh, slated the date for April 2nd officially for next year's presidential primary. There was uh, a bill relating to challenges of constitutions of the provision of election law. This is a bill that basically said you can no longer forum shop for uh, lawsuits. You can't go to some heavy Republican or heavy Democratic uh, jurisdiction. You have to go to the highest eight jurisdictions in uh, New York State uh, to be able to challenge any law in court. This was uh, basically coming out of the litigation, but also um, that ha around redistricting. But also, there's been plenty of uh, litigation regarding uh, uh, absentee ballots, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Um, that, uh, that this will, uh, change. So there is that. And, uh, then there is, uh, a re a requiring elect electors to vote for the presidential elector, the false elector bill. Uh, this will prevent any elector that is slated, uh, when, uh, a, when the people choose whoever their president is in November. If an elector is sent to the electoral college, they must vote the way that the people chose of, of the state of New York chose. Uh, so that that's an important bill. Um, a mandatory training curriculum for inspectors. This creates an institute at the State Board of Elections, which uh, is basically a train-the-trainer type of situation where Board of Elections across the state will have to send their trainers uh, to who develop their uh, their their uh, um, curriculum for inspectors. Uh, that That's a great bill. Uh, it's going to standardize training of poll inspectors throughout the state, although it won't be standard. It, it'll be standardizing uh, objectives of the training because you'll still have local procedures, so your local uh, uh, training will still be local. Um, it uh, uh, Student voter registration was another one that was she signed. This encourages uh, the... Um, the high schools to work with the Board of Elections uh, um, uh, 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 that will uh, um, that will uh, 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 I'm sorry that work with the Board of Elections that will uh, you know help uh, register 17 and 18 year olds as they're graduating and 16 year olds because 16 and 17 year olds can pre-register now uh, they we, they will have to develop curriculum to work with the Board of Elections to get voter registration into the Boards of Elections. Um, uh, another bill that uh, basically 
put into practice what we uh, put into law what we had in practice uh, for registration of voters on the first day of early voting. Um, and uh, why why was that important is because the legislature reduced the number of days for the registration cutoff to be 10 days, and that happens to be the first day of early voting. And so this put into law uh, what many put into practice during the primary, that if you go to register, go to an early voting center on the first day, uh, the, uh, the first Saturday, and are not registered, you can not only register, uh, but, and, but you can also vote by affidavit and ballot at the same time, and those will be counted. Um, and uh, that is what's called the Golden Day. Uh, and so what a lot of a a activists are calling the Golden Day, I expect to hear a lot more of that in the upcoming early voting cycles uh, that are coming up. Uh, and then uh, always establish a deadline for uh, changing the location of a polling place uh, for early voting. So um, it, it basically says that one, about 48 hours before early voting, you can't change the early voting polling place location unless uh, you have a natural disaster. There wasn't any legislation on that, and they want to prevent boards of elections from doing last-minute moves, uh, and uh, that that is arbitrary. So uh, there's that bill. And then um, establishing the New York Early Mail Voting Act. Uh, that is basically establishing a new procedure for voting by mail. It's called Vote Early by Mail. And um, that is the subject of litigation. <laughs> and, and so what this will do is basically have uh, a, a method of mail voting that is non-excused. So right now, absentee balloting is excuse-based in New York, and there is a there was a constitutional amendment to try to change that. That failed uh, in 2021. However, following the... Uh, the procedures that were done in, uh, you know, Massachusetts and Pennsylvania, uh, where who also have excuse-based uh, absentee voting, they established a new form of early voting by mail. Now this won't be effect till 2024, and uh, and you cannot. If there's no permanent list on this, you not like absentees. You have a permanent list. So if you're if you decide you permanently want to vote by mail. Uh, because of an infirmity or some other uh, excuse, you can do that by absentee. Early voting by mail, you have to apply for each and every year. Uh, it'll start in 2024 for the 2024 presidential primary, and um, uh, and it will create a new class of mail uh, for this, or new class of mail balloting for this. But that's the and and then of course a, a few other things I want to talk about in the April second primary bill. Um, it wasn't just a primary bill because it it also put in a lot of little small tweaks to election law that weren't really you know we we wanted change uh, to make things uh, better for elections, but they it didn't really uh, you know nobody wanted to put in a, a bill on that. One of the things was cures for absentee ballots. We were under litigation last year, the last couple of years, last couple of federal years, where uh, if a bill or if an absentee ballot comes in without a postmark after election day, that um, we uh, were under court order to do a cure, uh, where we send a cure notice out to the voters, um, and uh, that uh, cure notice was then uh, uh, returned. Um, 
and, and it, it, where they swore an affidavit that they mailed it before like today. This is important because many times the post office just doesn't put a postmark on a, on a ballot, and they may have mailed it the the day before election day or on election day. But that with the lack of postmark, uh, if if it came in a couple of days late, which mails sometimes come in several days late after you mail it now, uh, you know through no fault of the voter, uh, their ballots were being thrown out. So this is uh, an important tweak there. Uh, you know, there's a few other little tweaks in there, like making sure that the uh, the hand count. Uh, proceeds after the final canvas of absentees. This gives a little bit more order to the hand count. You may remember that Onondaga County had a huge hand count uh, last year, and part of the problem with that hand count, uh, especially in Oswego County, but uh, even with our county, it, it, it didn't have an order of when we were supposed to start the hand count. So, uh, And sometimes, you know, some counties throughout the state we're starting the hand count while they were still canvassing absentees, which created a longer, drawn-out process and a more confusing process. Uh, because how can you do the hand count if the first initial ballots aren't uh, officially counted? So this creates a uh, established order for that hand count. So again, a lot of small, minor things that we're putting to that presidential primary uh, bill that uh, are good for voters. But, uh, you know, a lot of uh, legislators didn't want to put that all, uh, them into separate bills and vote on them separately. So they voted on them all together with the April 2nd primary bill. So that's the legislation portion of Commissioner in a Car. Uh, real quick question from our friend David Harding. Uh, is it dangerous to not allow presidential electors to vote for someone else? Uh, what if the person who won dies or becomes incapacitated or is totally unfit for office? But... That's the whole point of the bill, is that the voters have chosen them fit for office, so uh, the electors are supposed to reflect the will of the voters of the state. So the unfit for office is a subjective um, placement, and uh, I reject, you know, A, I reject the Electoral College altogether. Uh, but if we're going to have the Electoral College, it should reflect the will of the voters of the state. Now, if a person dies or... Um, uh, becomes incapacitated, there are ways to uh, assign those electors to someone else, probably the vice president of that ticket, uh, you know, in, in that case. Uh, those are rare cases that uh, would allow for, uh, but that would that would be dealt with in the courts and, of course, in the, um, the assumption of the ballot spot in that case. So if somebody dies in that window between November 2nd and January uh, uh, 6th where they, uh, uh, where they inaugurate the president, there are, uh, there are already uh, procedures in place for that. And, uh, that, and so that, would, you know, and actually it would be between then and when the electors vote, not January 6th, because that's when the electoral votes are received, but sometime in December, so it's like a three or four week window. Let's hope nobody dies. Uh, that might be a, a true constitutional crisis there in not just the states with this other with this law, but with every state, because uh, I think it would then be assumed that it's going to go to the vice presidential candidate of that party. But uh, that will be uh, uh, that would be something that is unprecedented. We'll have to hear more from the states about uh, how that would happen if it did. Um, now I'm going to get into the litigation portion of this uh, um, 
uh, of this uh, session because there was two pieces of litigation filed by the New York State GOP and New York State conservatives and all of the, the top-ranking New York State GOP around absentee board ballot voting. We are back at this again. Um, you know, the national GOP has said that they're, they're encouraging absentee voting and early voting now, and they want their members to do it. But that message seems to have fallen short of the New York State GOP because there are two pieces of litigation that are actually attacking absentee voting. Uh, one of them is attacking the pre-canvas of absentees. They tried this last year. They failed uh, at the court challenge last year because they brought it so late that we were already at opening absentee ballots in 2022. And, um, and I'll talk about that litigation first. Um, and this was brought last year. It kind of created a crisis across the state where several Republican GOP commissioners uh, were under the impression that there was a stay uh, and were not opening up absentee ballots as they were required to do. And then there was an initial ruling by a, a judge in Saratoga County that um, that uh, struck down the pre-canvas ruling, but that was immediately appealed and overturned at the Court of Appeals. Um, uh, and there was a stay issued during while that was happening, which meant you were, we were supposed to be opening absentee ballots, and that created an additional uh, constitutional crisis where people were not uh, opening the ballots. And then finally, you know, a few days later, once the Attorney General informed them that they had to, they were doing so. So... You may say, well, why did they wait so long to, to, well, then what happened there is the Court of Appeals said basically it's too late in the election cycle to decide this election. Uh, latches is the, um, uh, the legal term for this. And, uh, and they applied latches to it and they, and they said that it's too late. Uh, they threw out the lawsuits and bring it again next year. So you may ask why they waited until September of next year instead of January to file this litigation again? That's a good question. It should be asked of the uh, New York State GOP why it's okay, they, they were okay with having another primary with this, uh, uh, the pre-canvas of absentees in place, which means that we count absentees before election day so we can report the results on election night um, and, and, and that it eliminates all the uh, objections to absentee balance by private citizens It has to be done by the bipartisan teams at the Board of Elections. Um, so why would they allow another primary to go through uh, with this in place? It's a good question. Uh, but uh, they, uh, they did. They waited until September, but it was an interesting wrinkle on this, uh, um, on this litigation because they, again, waited way too late to bring this lawsuit for 2023. So they asked for the relief on this lawsuit, again, brought by the New York State GOP, they asked for their relief on this lawsuit for 2024. So they want this process ruled uh, unconstitutional and they want the relief for 2024. So they're again going to allow the 2023 general election to, um, to happen uh, and uh, then have uh, you know, this, this relief in 2024. So if you hear about any rulings on this, it won't be until the 2024 election those rulings go into place. I believe, and I uh, I advocated for, and was a, a, filed an, a, uh, an affidavit on behalf of the New York State Board of Elections that uh, uh, that our process uh, is sound and fair, and uh, we had uh, we had no issues 
with uh, absentee ballots that were challenged uh, or uh, even challenged by uh, either side of the Board of Elections because we had a great process in place to be able to uh, detect any absentee ballots that were uh, improper and get them part of the cure process uh, and, uh, and then eventually count those ballots when the cures come in. So I believe that this will be um, uh, ruled constitutional, but you know the judges are going to rule on that. Uh, and again, by the time the judge, the final, I'm sure this will be appealed no matter what the ruling is. But um, once the final, uh, you know, ruling on this is done, we will have three primaries and two general elections with this process in place, without any hint or. Uh, evidence of fraud uh, taking place uh, and that would uh, necessitate the need for objecting to ballots by private citizens after the election, delaying results for two to three weeks um, because of what, uh, you know, the, the New York State GOP wants. Um, and then uh, the other piece of litigation is, and this is really being, uh, again, the New York State GOP, but Elise Stavonic and a whole bunch of other uh, top Republicans put in lit litigation on the early vote by mail uh, uh, act. I, the, the ink was not even dry on the signature of Governor Hochul for the early voting by mail act. And uh, she, uh, they already uh, um, decided to challenge it. Uh, they had the lawsuit ready to go. They were ready to challenge it. And they're basically saying that... Uh, uh, a mail ballot by any other name is still an absentee ballot and thus prevented in the Constitution. And the, there was a vote in 2021 to uh, to have no excuse and it failed. So you're subverting the will of the voters. That's what they're saying. This uh, litigation, again, will not be effective until 2024. That, ironically, had to be filed in Albany, whereas the other the challenge to the absentee suit came before the bill signings that happened uh, last uh, uh, Wednesday, and um, and which uh, you know, is, which basically said any constitutional uh, arguments cannot be forum shopped, and the what's called the Amador, the 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 litigation against the pre-campus of absentees was filed in Saratoga County, where they did a forum shop for a GOP-friendly judge, and there's already been a um, a. Uh, the first judge had to step aside because they had too many ties, recent ties, to the local uh, GOP there. So then the, it was assigned to the same judge that heard the case uh, last year as well that ruled against it. But now uh, it will be ruling uh, for the new ruling with the, with the Court of Appeals and also even more evidence that this, this is a, a good process to pre-campus. But the early voting by mail is also being challenged. Um, and um, that's going to go on in the Albany court now, thanks to the new legislation that they had to file in Albany. Um, so, uh, you know, so we've had all this legislation. We've we got this litigation. Most of it is about effective for 2024. There's some small uh, pieces of legislation that is not under litigation that will be effective for 2023, which I outlined. And so that's what's happened uh, this week. Uh, so uh, that's all, really all I got for Commissioner in a Car. Um, we, you know, absentee ballots are being mailed out as we speak uh, to all of our absentee voters. 
uh, in Onondaga County, about 5,600 absentee voters for the general election that are either permanent or have already requested an absentee. If you need an absentee for the general election, go to onvote.net. You can uh, apply online, and we will send you uh, an absentee if you're going to be infirmed or out of the county or uh, several other uh, categories of valid excuses that are available on the application when you do the application. You can also come into our office at the Board of Elections and pick one up and do one-stop shopping where you pick up a ballot and vote that same day. So that is happening um, right now for the general election. Uh, as I said, I will be back on my content schedule. So Thursday, I will be doing a commissioner in the car um, again. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Thursday, I'll be doing a Zoom with Zarni again with the Gettystown ca Council candidates. I was hoping to have that up last week, but I'm... I was running behind, but I'm going to be doing that this week. Uh, I will also be doing a, um, a weekly walk again this weekend with OCL uh, 7. Uh, I'm in Dogger County Legislative District 7 will be up this weekend. And I'm going to be on a very tight schedule to get everything done that I want to get done uh, for the November election. So I'm hoping to not have any weeks off. I may have to even double up some weeks on my Zoom with Zarnies um, and, and weekly walks. Uh, to get enough stuff done before the general election. Mm -hmm. So, uh, again, go to onvote.net and uh, um, uh, go ahead and make sure that uh, you, uh, uh, you uh, get registered. And uh, if you need an absentee ballot for the general election, that it's coming up just a few days, weeks away. All right. Bye-bye. Take care.